Whew, you do not understand how busy I have been ever since I readopted the planner system. The only reason I gave up on it was, well, I couldn't plan my days when every day bled into each other during the COVID pandemic. But before that, I was using them from like 2015 because of a line of work I had that I did for five years there. And I was also my best self from 2017 to 2019. It was short-lived, but um, it was remarkable. I achieved it before 30. And now I got it back again, and I'm getting ahead of schedule. And it's kind of funny because so much of what I teach and how I practice things in my own life, right? And I come back to this podcast to relearn lessons for myself to get clarity. Well, it, it works to a great extent, However, I've, I've just been, like, working on, like, these wealth creation projects with Cody and some of our associates, and it's just been really busy. But in tonight's episode, I'm going to revisit the Best Self Blueprint episode, because we're about to go into 2024, and as I always preach, the end of the year is the best time, to like, starting in September or October, is the best time to jump into the new year. And I already made some radical changes to my life. Um, not, not like uh, not in the sense that they were made in the moment or off the cuff, but I knew they were right for a few different reasons, right? Like, because I've always advocated journals and certain lists to have. And for me, I have one of those would be like a relationships journal. And I've already gone through like three of them since 2020. I'm on my fourth one. And that helped me with this particular exercise where you have a hypothetical conversation with your higher self, your best self, the best you mentally, physically, financially, business, status, looks otherwise you know in every way and you you learn their priorities you ask questions and i recommend writing it down physically you don't want to do it digitally because you can get distracted and you won't be thinking about as much that's why physical writing is somewhat like with your hand is so much better just like with a physical book reading that it's easier to retain the information and uh because you're actually engaged with it and thinking about it not that digital books and audiobooks are bad. They, they have their place. Um, but you want to write these out. So you want to write, you know, who is my best self? Who do they associate with? And that's a really important important one. And it's, it's, it's the first one I would look at. Because I'm a big believer in the law of association. I'm very guarded of my headspace. And um, who I'm around affects it quite, quite a lot, if not the most. Uh, with my temperament and everything. So you are the sum of the five people you spend the most time with. Who is your best self and who who are those five people? Who are the people in general that your best self associates with? And you see, my relationship journal has always been geared towards that kind of thing. So I have like dossiers on people I've met, right? I don't do them about like everybody. Like I notice someone, I try to find out their name. I'm not creepy like that. But once I exchange numbers with somebody, I make a dossier profile about them. I, I, I get their their full name, their date of birth, um, and all sorts of all sorts of things. Their line of work, how much they make, their gender, their age, their <laughs> anything you can think of. Anything. 
Like it's a very comprehensive profile. And then you, then I also journal about my experiences and interactions with them and how they made me feel at the end of it, how they made me feel in the beginning duration and ending of an interaction you know, what are their skill sets? What are their hobbies? What are their values? Do we align well? Would they work in my network or even in a diverse network if I made my network diverse? That kind of thing. And this actually led me to cutting um, some people out, including someone I've mentioned on this podcast from the very beginning, my mentor, Drew. I, 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 had, I, had, I had to cut him out. My higher self wouldn't associate with someone like him. And, you know, I'm not ashamed of that. You know, I, I'm sure he's a great guy to people who are compatible for him. However, I, I'm only going to associate with people that my higher self will associate with. And um, who knows what the future has. Maybe it will make sense we reconnect in the future. I doubt it. Um, but... That's neither here nor there. We're talking about now and being our higher self. And so I cut these people out. And um, I'm curating my network. So it's kind of like being on social media, right? You block the people that give you a bad experience. Or at least that's how I use the block feature on social media. Because life is too short for me to have experiences I don't want to have. And I only want... people surrounding me that only my higher self would have. And my higher self, all the people in his life he picked, like the NFL draft. That's the other aspect of it. How did your higher self pick their people? Mine handpicked them. Uh, like, the the meetups for coffee and lunch were interviews. And like I've said on this podcast, every interaction is a de facto job interview. It's not just about you selling your value and skill sets and labor to somebody but it's also about them selling themselves to you so it's kind of it's like this um i i don't walk into a room and worry if people like me i worry if i like them and my higher self is very much like that i've always been like that anyway but here's the deal there are some commonalities between me and my higher self naturally and then the other thing is what kind of businesses does your higher self operate? And so this is something Cody and I have been talking about and focusing on and exchanges and email and, um, you know, and some of my other, you know, business contacts I've been discussing. It's like, how do we get this operation off the ground and how do we make it profitable, sustainable, and what do we want to try to automate first? And so my higher self... It doesn't matter what what businesses my higher self does. I'm already working towards them. I don't want to. I want. I don't want to announce moves before I make them. And that's another thing. That's another commonality between me and my higher self is I won't announce a move before I make it. You know, I'm a show don't tell type of person, and that's one of the ways you can build status. You let your results speak for you instead of you telling people, "Oh, I'm going to write a book and it's going to be about this." Or yeah, don't do that. Um, I'm not saying you can't share your goals with other people. I'm just saying it's not wise to get those dopamine hits that make you feel like you've already done it and then you don't do it. It's a common thing to talk about in self-help. It's one of the few things I... It's, or it's not few, but it's one of the things I agree with. 
And so you want to also know how does your higher self manage their emotions? How do they deal with stress? What's the healthiest and most constructive thing they do? Mine puts it all into sports. He puts it, he, he uses his energy, he uses his emotions as fuel to do the right thing. And he's also not afraid to charismatically say, I'm going to have to table this. You all are lovely people. I'll get back to you on it. I'm, I, I got to get myself right. And then, um, does that. And that's a very advanced charisma thing to do. And so, the whole point of like becoming your best self is to give yourself the best opportunities possible and also to give yourself the best experiences possible. And, and so we're, we're going over who your best self associates with, who they're friends with, who they date. You know, that's a really important thing. What kind of partner does your best self, you know, want and need? Um, also their hobbies, like, what, what kind of hobbies do they have? How do they unwind? How do they have fun? What makes them interesting? And then you have um, elements like, you know, what kind of habits do they have that sustain them being the best and most successful, the most healthy? How do they approach problem solving? How do they troubleshoot their problems? How do they solve their problems? How do they get obstacles? How, how do they... How do they how do they see op- how do they see opportunities through the obstacle right like obstacles are opportunities in disguise that grant cardone quote i love that so much like how do they get past these setbacks right and then like um there's the the it, it's just like you want to know this person very thoroughly very intimately um you want to know what steps they took to be successful, you want to know um, the how behind those steps and events that took place. Was it a risk they took that they calculated? Was it was it through investing? Was it through networking? Was it through building something or some combination, certain degrees of all three of those things? Was it was it because of who they knew and who knew them? Like this is this framework is going to help you set your life up in such a way that it will be a million times easier to be your best self than like any other way, <laughs> because you you you're building a model of your of someone who lives the best life you would want to live. You know that does that make sense? So. You know, what is their personality like? Do they smile a lot? Are they charismatic? Are they charitable people? You know, how do they think about money? How do they use money? How do they save money? How do they invest money? What is important to them? How do they dress? How do they dress casually? How do they dress for parties? How do they, what kind of parties do they go to for that matter? Why do they go to parties? Do they go to parties at all? What, what type of what type of content do they consume? What type of books do they read? Um, what how do they how do they dress when they go out casually? How they how they dress in a meeting? Uh, like these these are really important things to think about because going into the new year, you could become this person to a higher degree than you might think right now. 
Like if you if you can answer these questions for yourself and articulate them thoroughly with the right detail, you know, as I say, the devil's in the details, right? But um, if you can answer these questions for yourself, you're on track to living the life that you want to live and then some. And, and so I'm on track to being my best self once again. And I have a smart plan for it. Um, so I, I'm assuming between now and five years, somewhere in there, I'm going to be my best self. And um, I, I do believe that between now and 10 years, I'm, I'm going to be making a lot of money um, through a combination of having a career as an employee and also doing some business ventures with some people I know that I'm connected to. And um, my best self guided this. And, and, you know, my best self has a skill to fall back on, computer science, that kind of thing. And so um, you want to have the attitude and disposition and orientation towards life as your best self. That makes sense. And it's totally achievable. You know, um, you want to know what their body looks like. Like, what kind of exercises do they do to achieve that? Like, once you have that mental model in your mind of, of them, and you think about how they look, and how they behave, and how they think, and all that, how they speak, how they dress, that will help you figure out what workouts you want to do to target certain areas of your body. You can go from calisthenics to yoga to lifting the gym or do a combination of the three like I do. And for me, I get plenty of cardio in because it helps burn calories. Um, but of course, diet is most important for calorie management. You know, eating healthy foods that are filling like avocados and beef and, you know, something like I, I, I have a keto thing going on. Um but, but it's like uh, you, you, you can lose weight really quickly just by managing your, your nutrition and calorie intake. I have a food journal where I log, like painfully, painstakingly log the nutrition label onto the paper. And I document my servings and portion sizes and my intake every day of certain things to have a precise calculation. And so if I cut out cheese and lower my portion of like uh carbohydrates um chances are i'm going to lose fat and gain muscles so you don't have to be as meticulous as me about just get a diet book like a keto book and stick to it like um you know but for me i want to be very meticulous about it because it allows me to incorporate carbs like rice and beans if i wanted that and then that way i know what to eat later in the day or before that um, to stay under a certain calorie threshold to lose weight and build muscle. But anyway, like, you don't have to be meticulous like me. Like I say, you can just get a dieting book. And I do recommend learning about nutrition and dieting, um, the science behind it. It's actually really interesting. And it's important to know. More people should, everyone should know this stuff. Uh, it's really important in, in terms of, like, how you make decisions about what you put in your body. And because food shouldn't be about fun. It should be about, it should be fuel for you to exercise and be your best physical self and mental self. Affects your mental health a lot, you know. Compare the articulation and thought and mind of someone who's 
really obese and eats nothing but bad shit and drinks energy drinks all the time. Compare that to someone who's like a bodybuilder. They eat salads, they lift heavy and listen to how they talk and observe how they think. There's a very distinct difference between the two. Um, so it's like, yeah, I mean, hit the gas pedal, baby. You know, get to know your, get to know your best self. Jot all that stuff down and then start acting on it. Just like when you read a book, best way to retain the information is to apply that information. And then like, you know, you're answering, you're asking these questions, you're answering them and then start getting to work on it in that very moment. You know, if it's the middle of the night, you can't do anything. Just open up Amazon and start putting clothes that your higher self wears or something like that. Like, just get to work on it, man. Like, and, and you know, I'm a huge advocate for only cutting out people if need be. And I'm telling you, if your higher self won't associate with some of the or some amount of people, the people in your life, listen to your higher self and you're not going to you're not going to regret cutting these people out. You're not going to dream about them. You're not gonna. You're not gonna worry or second guess it. And if you can't cut them out because you can't explain it or something, just ghost. Just fucking ghost. You don't owe anyone a fucking explanation. My higher self does anyway. I don't owe an explanation to Drew. I don't owe an explanation to the other people I cut out. Yeah, you know, I'm trying to be my best self, financially successful, physically successful, mentally successful, and beyond. Um, good riddance and. Yeah, just just do you, fam. Like, just become your best self according to your best self, and chances are you're not going to regret any of it. So long as you are clear about it, and it's actually your best self. That's actually good for you. But use your best judgment.